this week, could we have prevented World War II by asking Hitler to tell you more about that? And newsflash, airports are a ripoff for alcohol. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to another educational adventure here at the Fake Outrage Report. My name is Phil Kazi, and with me, as always, is the browner and better educated half of the show, Sandeep Sen. How's it going out there, people? Yes, people. Uh, yeah, you know, that was a very gender-neutral word. Uh, oh, like they do on the uh, like on the subways now in New York. Instead of saying like "ladies and gentlemen," they're like "hello, passengers." That's uh, have you noticed that over the last couple? No, years? I haven't. They actually changed you're it. Gonna, that's all you're going to notice now. They say either "hello, everyone" or "attention, passengers." Attention, they, human beings. Yeah, they don't do "ladies and gentlemen" on the on the subway anymore in New York. We're very gender neutral, very progressive, very forward here in New York. That's wild. It is wild. Now, th- now that's all you guys are going to notice. I'm so sorry for ruining your sub. Not that your subway riding experiences were wonderful before they, they this. They should have gone like, ladies, gentlemen, and other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they'd be like, oh, well, that's singling people out. And yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. yeah. Now they have to change, like, stand clear of the closing doors. Like, stand is, like, very uh, ableist. So now yes. you have to be like, stand or please roll. be clear. Be clear. Uh, be don't clear. be in the area Ex- of exist the closing in a different door. space. That is, if you're able to move, then move. <laughs> yeah. But... If, if you not, can't then, move, yeah. not that not that there's anything wrong with that, but just be mindful of doors. There's and a physics. door there, people. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so so I want to talk about not New York for just a second. Actually, I want to give a quick shout out to two former guests of the show and two very good friends of mine, uh, Jake Fever and Amy Liska. They are now married Woo! to to each other. To each other. <laughs> uh, I was out in Iowa last weekend. I went to Iowa for the first time. I went to the Midwest. I'd never been to the Midwest before. I'm I was excited. I was excited to see uh, if that part of the country was actually as boring as everyone says it is. Uh, it, for the most part, kind of, a little bit. However, when you live in New York, any type of change of pace is welcome, so pretty awesome. Iowa City, by the way, I don't know if you've been there, Sandeep, is fucking beautiful. I've, uh, I, I've passed through there. Have you? Yeah. I, I, I was I surprised at how cool of a town it was. Really. I was. I also was in Kansas City, and I want to. I want to tell uh, tell this quick story before we actually get started. Now I know you're you're a big baseball, not baseball. You're a sports guy, Sandeep. You're not I, a huge I follow baseball some guy. sports. Yeah, I had a very cool sports story happen to me while I, I was in Kansas City. For those of you who don't know me personally, we mentioned this on the last episode. A big baseball guy. I'm trying to hit all 30 stadiums throughout the course of my life, and I was in Kansas City a few weeks ago, a couple days before the wedding, and I was waiting in line for, to get my ticket because. It was like the White Sox, your team, or one of your teams, right? Because uh-huh. you're, you're, you're a Chicago native. That's right. Uh, against the Royals. I was just going to get a cheap, shaded ticket. Didn't care. It was hot that day. Some random lady walks up to me as I'm waiting in line, and she's like, hey, are you getting just one ticket? And I'm like, yeah, it's just me. And she's like, oh, here, take this one. And this this lady, apparently her her son is one of the trainers that works for the White Sox, and so my seat was like five rows behind home plate. I was sitting Whoa. in the, one of the best seats in the house for zero dollars. It was absolutely incredible. That would be like if someone walked up to you and just handed you a 50-yard line uh, ticket. She, so she only ha- finds single uh, people, people who are there by themselves, to hand out tickets. Okay, so she lady, only gets one ticket. Sounds right? like you were being groomed. This is what this lady does, and this is kind of badass. She, she asks for three tickets comped, and what she does is she, she finds somebody that she thinks she deems looks trustworthy, that's waiting in line for a ticket and hands them the ticket that's a seat over from her. So she has a seat to put her shit. So there's like a buffer seat between me and her mm. where she puts like her jacket and her purse and all, all her stuff. And then there's me. 
She uses a seat just yes. for her stuff? Yes. Wow. That's fucking, that's flexing. I, I'm a big uh. fan. I'm absolutely a big fan of all that. Uh, it's so good for her. So yeah, I had a great time uh, in the Midwest. Lots of good food, lots of good barbecue. Got to see some folks get married and saw a ball game. How many baseball stadiums is that for you? Ooh, um, I want to say I'm around half. Okay. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but I, I know I'm, I'm above a dozen at this point. I might be at half or just shy of it. But yeah, I've been been to many a stadium. Good times. I got to see Paul Rudd's team uh, play last week because I know he's a big Royals fan. I don't know he's never going to hear this and doesn't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's. This sounds like I like this goal of yours because it sounds as boring as baseball itself. I feel like it's very it matches. <laughs> you know. Well, see the thing I is, you go to every stadium and then watch people play baseball. No, like, but you think every I know every seat, every hard <laughs> seat. That has and hot dogs. I well, you know the hot dogs in uh, Arizona, and then I had the hot dogs in Wisconsin that are all made in the same place. Well, I think they do sausage in Wisconsin, if I'm not mistaken. But no, the reason why you go isn't necessarily for the game, because I'll be honest, eighty percent of the games are games I don't really give a shit about because it's just usually teams that don't matter in in my world. But you go for the stadium experience, and you do go to compare the food, by the way. And you also you go to experience the city and see how each city. Is yeah, isn't every you go to the bar after and you need to go to the restaurant before you know whatever the case may be. Is is there a best food that you've had? Um, in terms of like a baseball stadium, yes, because you said this is a big reason why you do it. Well, and then I asked you, and now you're perplexed at the question. Well, no, because no, the thing is, they're all they're all quite different because a lot of it is tends to be culturally specific to the city you're in. Like, for right. example, I was in Miami a few months ago and a lot of the food there is sort of South American, South Florida themed. It's all like Spanish type food. But then you go to San Francisco and you can get wine and sushi at a baseball game. Yeah. So I, it's Do you have not barbecue really, in Kansas city. Uh, yeah, I had some barbecue there. I didn't have it at the game. Okay. Cause it, it was, it was, and I'm not exaggerating over a hundred degrees at the game. So I just had like a, like a spiked seltzer and an ice cream. Cause yeah. I couldn't really have a bar barbecue because it was just hot as shit. And yeah. my seats, as good as they were, were in the sun. And also, too, that Midwest hospitality is real. They were walking around handing out ice towels and cold waters at the game, which wow. they would never do that in New York. They would just be well, like, Well, it was in your section, you. though, right? Like, you, you uh, had to probably... The, yeah, no, 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 it was... Well, seats. You know, here's the thing. I don't know exactly what the what, what that was, but the thing is, is that they were, they were doing it for the seats behind us, too, so it might have been, like, just the seats that were in the sun or just the lower bowl. I don't, I don't know what the science behind that was, but I know that I got iced towels and cold water, and that was amazing. And they would never do that in New York for less than $40. That's, that's <laughs> just how it goes. Yeah. That, that's how a lot of East Coast things... That's also another thing I like about traveling for events, whether it's concerts or sports. Everything is way fucking cheaper when you're not in New York. Okay. You know, that's just how it goes. But yeah, to answer your question, I don't know what stadium has the quote unquote best food because it's usually very different depending okay. on where you are. And that's part of the joy of it. All right. Shall we start the podcast? Yes. You, yes you, <laughs> I just wanted to. Yeah, that, that really definitely uh, took way more time than I was expecting. So to, let's take a minute to meet our guest. As always, Sandeep, introduce our guest, please. Oh, our next guest, our guest is Adam Muller. Mueller. Shit. Oh, I always got to. Yeah, Adam <laughs> <okay>. Mueller. <laughs> I'm like, as soon as I said, I'm like, oh, no, wait, no, it's always the other one that I think. But Adam Mueller, he, uh, uh, comic extraordinaire, uh, winning all sorts of World Series of Comedy competitions, but he oh, keeps really? winning them every week, so then it's very confusing, but he's doing, he's killing it on the uh, national circuits of the New York World Series of Comedy. Uh, also has the podcast uh, Uncommon Takes, 
where it's two Canadians and an Australian and a Brit. That sounds fun as hell. That's uh, a fun one. They're yeah. really yeah. limited to 20 minutes. Yes. For, foreigners don't have to be as censored as Americans do when it comes to certain issues. So I, I enjoy hearing foreigners talk about shit sometimes. Oh, too, I mean, it's very polite because there's two Canadians. So yeah. <laughs> it's, very... it's just 20 minutes of people apologizing. Yes, that's, yeah. the, that's how you open the show. But... No, you go. No, you go. No, you go. <laughs> yeah. What about this? I've been to seven uh, stadiums, by the way. I counted while you were talking. Nice. Okay. At seven. Yeah. I haven't been to. But without like, I'm not with that. I'm not executing a plan. That's just you how just, life has you've, gone. You've done enough comedy to where sometimes you happen to be in a city where there's a ball game happening. <laughs> Is kind of what that sounds like. Yeah. Or like you know, I dated a girl from Cincinnati once, and we went to a Reds game, kind of thing. Okay. That sort of thing. Do you miss her? No. <laughs> <laughs> He misses the Reds more. Uh, so, where do you? Where is your next cities for uh, the World Series of Comedy? Oh, uh, next week I'm in Sarasota, Florida. Nice. I just so I'm just following the COVID hotspots at this point. Uh, yeah, well, those are the only places that are still fully open because I've talked right. to a lot of comics uh, on this show and also obviously not on the show and all the ones that were still touring over the last year or so. It's mostly southern states and midwestern states where they just pretended COVID wasn't a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. they're just, they're just pot committed at this point. They're all in yeah. on no COVID for sure. Yeah, they're committed <laughs> to the bit. Yeah, you know that's how, and most comics that are based in New York or LA, like pretty much everyone's vax, so we don't care. Yes. So it really is all good. So I just want to say one thing. Uh, yeah. Me and Phil often have an argument who's whiter. Um, because, you were uh, him? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because Phil's white as it is, and he's from... Well, I'm from Connecticut, Redneck, which is Connecticut. very white. Yes. And then I do shit like ski and... Uh, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. You like, know. it's type. Yeah. Yeah. And, not at, like, and then... Uh, culturally speaking, Sandeep, I believe, is whiter. Well, he, now I think you've pulled into the lead again with your goal of going to 30 baseball stadiums. and uh, That is very... Is that a white thing? Baseball? Apparently, going to thirty baseball stadia, going to having a goal of visiting all the bases. I think that is you know what I think it is almost Sandeep? as white as anything. It's I, a, I think it's an American thing. I think yeah, America, baby, number one. Well, that'd be like if you went to back to India and you're like, I'm going to visit all the cricket stadiums with my uncle, or, right, or whatever. One of the craziest sporting events I've ever seen that. was a cricket game. Wait, what? what? I saw a cricket match in South Africa once, and it was one of the craziest events. I've I hear they're a good been. time. It was. I mean, it was like I was there for eight hours. And, but it was so much fun. Yeah, no, I hear they're even longer than That's, baseball. Yeah, games. I get. Yeah, yeah you, you're in the stands for eight hours. So how do people? <laughs> and we didn't even show up. Like the the my guide, I guess he didn't even take us there until it had already been going on for multiple hours. <laughs> yeah, you don't show up from the beginning. Apparently, yeah. the games last like three days. And some, some this was a one yeah. day one. Okay, some sort yeah, of condensed, but still, it was like a twelve hour game. Yeah, so when people call baseball boring, I, I'll just refer to cricket. You know, I need to make that's right. I need to make fun of Indians for cricket every time you make fun of me for liking baseball. I think it's going to be the new the new power move. But do you think it's just that like like outside of the U.S., people find joy and and reasons to cheer at sporting events outside of actually scoring something? Yeah, like a soccer game can be like nil nil tie, and there's all these moments where the crowd goes crazy. It, and it's, same with it's cricket. The tension, there's maybe. all these little moments where people go nuts. And you're like, did something happen? No, it didn't look like, like it. No, the guy looked to his left and threw it 30 feet. So apparently we have to cheer now. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, it's, 
maybe the rest of the world is a little more new, a little more nuanced. Well, they're getting, you know, they, I think you're right because I, I work with a lot of uh, immigrants at my my day job, and a lot of them, if you ask them to explain soccer, they talk about like it, that it's not really about the scoring. Of course, it is ultimately, right. but sometimes it's about the tension, like where the ball is on the field. Well, I think as you're a baseball either, fan, you probably that's second nature. I mean, you get that too. Right? Well, yeah, because well, in baseball, baseball's low scoring, and there's all these moments and the well, yeah. you have to know the nuance of like, where to position your players and like the count and shit like that, which right. is definitely. If you don't know what you're looking at, I understand how it's kind of like tennis. You, you, you watch fucking tennis, Sandeep. Yeah, which oh, no one understands. Great. That's in, but that's is that that I feel like that's wider than baseball. Oh yeah, he he plays tennis. But and he goes why, to the what, U.S. What, Open. But the goal of visiting all the I don't have a goal of visiting all the tennis stadiums. I but, feel like that. That pulls. Well, it's yeah. not the baseball fan dumb. It's the degree where you have to. No, that's a, the whiter. Let me ask you a, a very white question then, son. Yes. Would you, if someone asked you to go to like some European tennis match where there was like those clay courts, would you go Ooh. to travel? Well, would you make a trip out of it? I feel like you would. I don't. Well, all expenses paid to the French Open. Oh, all yeah. expenses paid. That's a whole different story. What but about, I wouldn't. What, I wouldn't what want about to pay slightly discounted, just so you can tell your parents <laughs> you got a discount. No, like, I feel like that's too much. I'd rather just stay <laughs> in New York and watch the U.S. Open. Yeah, all right, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Well, also too, like, aren't tennis? Uh, I don't know if they're stadiums or arenas or whatever they're called. Aren't they kind of more cookie cutter? Because that's one other thing too is that baseball stadiums do of all the major sports have a very distinct character about them. Because there's usually right. more surrounding the game than just like seats. There's, there, yeah, there's there the has local, to be to yeah, keep people interested. Yeah, yeah the there's the local there food and yeah. Uh, yeah, that wooden seat was way different than the wooden seat at the. Oh, uh, we Stadium, we have right? padding now in the last decade or so. Oh, really? Uh, so let's get into some outrage here. I was talking about traveling recently. I traveled to Iowa. Oh, by the way, I just want to say flights to the Midwest are crazy expensive. Yes, that's. I don't know why. I have no idea why. You'd think that they would discount it to get people to come visit, but oh, I know, I know why. That's that's a different why. Why do you think? Because the U.S. government printed a trillion dollars over the last twelve months. Ah, uh, Adam uh-huh. was a former <laughs> finance person before comedy. Um, it's all coming out now. And demands come back. Yes, and supply that, that has. Good. That that is true. Awesome economic explanation. Yeah. I like how you just he's answering your economic. Yeah, when there are only three flights a day to a certain state, yes. I, I I suppose that you know they jack up the prices for sure. They do jack up the price. Anyway, so speaking of jacked up prices, that's actually what this uh, what this outrage is about. So there was a tweet. We we always you know we always make fun of internet outrage in this show. That's one of our sort of main themes. There was a tweet that someone sent out a few weeks ago. Uh, Twitter username Cooper Lund. I don't know who this person is, but he put out a screenshot of you know those iPads they have now at the airport that you do your mm. food ordering through. He put out a a, a screenshot. Uh, of from his phone where he took of the iPad where it was the the list of beer prices mm. at the airport and actually it's the local airport here it's LaGuardia Airport one of the three airports in New York the one closest to my apartment that I tend to use the most so I relate to this directly because I've been to the airport recently and he put up the beer list nothing on this beer list was cheaper than fourteen dollars and the most expensive one was the Sam Adams Summer Ale great beer by the way and it was $28 for one fucking beer now in their defense it was a thir- 23 ounce which i guess is like yeah. a almost double like a tall boy type situation wow. but $28 those are like yankee stadium prices those are um, yeah that, that's crazy that's actually worse than yankee stadium which is something i never thought i would say yeah, at least yeah. sam adams is a decent beer but the, the it shouldn't be the most expensive beer Michelob ever. ultra was $13 yeah. Michelob wow. Ultra. 
I mean, I'm from a town where you could buy an entire 30 rack of, if that exists, of Michelob Ultra yeah. for probably like seven fifty or eight bucks. It, that, that really is insane. And there also the guy mentioned on his tweet about the 10% COVID recovery fee, which I'm not exactly sure what that is. I think it's the airports are trying to make more money off of us because I know <laughs> they got yeah. bailouts last year. So what the fuck do they need extra money for in their... their uh, That's a weird... It is a weird thing. So anyway, the uh, this tweet got a... A lot of tweets, a lot of people were uh, were responding and openly shitting on the vending company, rightfully so, uh, for these beer prices. And then the the company called OTG, who this company can lick my balls, by the way. I, I'm, I'm tipping my hand real fucking early on this topic, Sandeep. They responded to the tweet and everyone's outrage on this by saying... By apologizing and saying that that price for the Sam Adams Summer Ale was actually a glitch in the system, and it's not $28, it's only $18 for a Sam Adams Summer Ale. It's like surge pricing or something. Yeah, but I, I just love how they they, they, they they apologized and then said, oh no, the actual price, $18, which is still outrageous. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. That's insane. I do like I do like that, Adam, you're on uh, as a former... Yeah. For these, for look as a foreign finance person, but for these stories, I always, I always feel like I'm not really seeing like they can charge four thousand dollars for then don't buy the fucking beer. That's all you have to do is not. Do you need to have a beer at the airport? Don't 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 buy it. And that's all. That's problem solved. Also, Some people do. Have you seen yeah. the new Laguardia? If this is how they have to pay for the, it was such a shithole before, guys. I, I everyone know Laguardia. It was the and now it is so awesome. It is so awesome. So yeah, you have to charge rich people who want to pay thirty dollars for a beer if that's what it takes to have a better airport for all of us. The problem is, by the way, they don't charge the rich people for beer. The rich people get lounge access where everything's fucking complimentary, and so <laughs> uh, uh, us peasants have to subsidize yeah. their fucking wine and whatever the fuck they're drinking with our twenty eight dollars Sam Adams beers. What non rich person is buying a twenty eight dollar beer? Is there some somebody poor person who, that some people might really need? Uh, look, I know a lot of people. That First get, of all, they're buying the Michelob Ultra. There's a, who's buying the Sam Summer Ale? It's a yeah, no, it's no. a weird. Well, here's the thing though: is that like there are some people you know and I know that get like crazy anxiety before they get on a plane, and yes. they really do need there a beer or two. Depth. Yes, that's very true. So this is just them jacking those people. Oh come! On. I just and they don't let you. Hand. And you can bring your own beer, but no, you can't because you can't bring liquids through security. That's the one thing. Yeah, so you, you can't man, bring your own. beer. I, I brought my own sandwich to the airport yeah. last week, and I'll tell you, I was the envy of everyone in oh, my section you know waiting what? for the plane. Sure. When I whipped that fucker ounces, out, you can make three ounces of liquor. So pour some vodka in the three ounces of liquor, and then be done with. It. You oh know yeah, what? No, but you know, do you know what's even worse to me than that beer price though? Have you have you ever bought food yes. or drink on that iPad thing? Oh yeah. So you say like I was there for you want I want the egg sandwich, I want a coffee, and then it's $41. then you gotta swipe your card and pay for it before they even deliver it, and you have to put in the tip. Mm-hmm. I haven't even, I haven't gotten anything yet. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the service is gonna be, and I have to pick a tip. Yeah. You can't you gotta I gotta tip first. That's ridiculous. That's a good Crazy. Point. Uh, the yeah. whole point of the tip is to reward service. Yeah. yeah. And you have to tip First. Well, then, and on top of that, the the prices in general, like it's like nineteen dollars for like a veggie burger or some oh, shit. You it's can't, insane. Yeah. It's, it's insane. absolutely it's, nuts. It's like, yeah, you got to bring your own food. I mean, this yes. is I, 
I don't know, Indians, man. I, we always, we never pay. Like anytime the price is jacked up like 10%, it was always second nature to bring Was that your like a shit. life lesson that your parents I, taught people you? People are so like fucking confused at this shit. Like, oh, there's a $28 beer. What do I do? I'm so angry. It's like, dude, did no. you not realize that the airport fucks you? And well, no, here's the to thing. bring your own shit. I understand. Have you thought about this, white people? Like, for the last 20 but years? You know, like, you, you know what some people do, though? They think, I just paid $600 for a flight to Iowa City. So, yeah. so, 20, so if I just take the $28 beer, and now I just say, I paid 628 bucks, yeah. and my flight came with a beer, and somehow they can justify that. Yeah, no, let these people yeah. justify no, and build good... us an amazing airport that you can just yeah. walk through and be comfortable in, and no, you don't have to buy anything, and it's awesome. Don't you, do you feel yeah. like this may yeah. have been responsible for the awesomeness of the airport? I mean, we do have to take that into account. It right? is nice. It is Shitty so much nicer. Be... Yeah. Well, by the way, it's... Okay. Yes, it's nicer than it was, but... LaGuardia went from being a, uh, actually, then Vice President Joe Biden said it was a third world country airport. Yeah. That was a very famous quote from like eight, nine years ago. But like, the thing is, with, I've with been LaGuardia, to third world airports, and that's totally true. I've, I've been to enough airports for my baseball travels and comedy travels that like LaGuardia Airport was a shithole before, and now it's just average to maybe slightly above. But everyone in New York standards were so low that we're like, this is amazing. You know what? I think it's pretty high. I think it's pretty. They have that fucking waterfall fountain thing. And what the fuck does that do for you, though? It's just aesthetics. It's, it's beautiful. In terms of functionality, <laughs> I would say that the uh, most smaller airports are just a better experience than than. Oh, the, for the, sure. the, the, than the greatest day at LaGuardia. Like, I've been to, I used to visit my, uh, I used to date a girl who we were trying to do the distance thing because she moved out of New York. And I, I used to fly to Portland, Maine, like once every few weeks or so. That airport's great. You know why it's great? Because I can go from the curb to my gate in eight minutes. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. a yeah, city. That's, I don't care if there's a fucking fountain, <laughs> okay, at LaGuardia. Oh, you that's just, what I want. I like the small You just want ass- the laws of physics and to be violated. So, yeah. <laughs> You can have I, I want a, a airport no. that has to serve like 10 times the people, but have the exact same Here's the, the thing. Exact same the whole space. point of going to an airport is to not be at that airport. It's to get to your next destination. Right, so yes. I like places that are functional. Other great airports that I've been to, Rally. Rally is a good airport. Iowa well, City just, actually is not bad either because, again, you can be at your gate in like fucking 10 minutes, which yeah, yeah. I have pre-check and it still takes me at least 10 or 12 minutes to get through the line. But you're just you complaining know? about the size of the airport, but it has to be that big because it serves so many more people. You ever flown to Long Beach, California? No, I know. It's, 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 it's a small airport. It's still close to LA and you can sit like outside while you wait for your plane. Nice. No shit, really. And like, and it's you know, it's Southern California, so it's beautiful. Oh, it's fucking amazing. I've, I've done LAX, which is another shithole. Oh, LAX that's is terrible. up there at LaGuardia terrible. in terms of like yeah. who's the biggest shithole. LAX is a goddamn nightmare. Yes, it's disgusting. Yeah, I agree. And also, it takes forever to wait in line there for two. Anyway, uh, back to the outrage thing. You were mentioning the people who should and shouldn't buy it. This guy mm. who tweeted this out admitted at the, at the end of his tweet thread, like, "Well, I did want a beer at the airport, so I did get the Heineken." <laughs> That's good. Did it give a price for the Heineken? I think he said it was like it was like twelve or eleven or twelve bucks. Oh, well, that's you know, which no, 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 is, no, it wasn't nothing. That stadium was, prices, which is which, if you ask me, is a better beer than Sam Adams Summer. So you're more of a light beer I'd guy. Mu- I'd much rather have a Heineken. See, I'm, I'm the no, I like, Heineken I like was dark. 1575. It, this is these were yeah. just ridiculous. That's still prices. ridiculous. That's still Great. yeah. Well, see, the thing is, you were saying like, well, don't buy the beer. Look, everyone knows that airport prices for food and drink are going to be above average. Yeah, definitely. and isn't that the same for ballparks? By the way, I'm pretty sure, sure you can buy a hot dog for 50 cents. Yes, but here's the yes. thing: is that when I'm at a ballpark, there's a baseball game happening. When I'm in an airport, there's just 
people sitting in chairs. Well, there's, there's, but there's couples fighting. There's families yeah. arguing. There's a there's, lot of sport yeah. going on yeah, at an airport. There, there <laughs> are some people watching. If you're into that, that is a that is a very good point, Adam. But the thing is, I feel like these prices actually broke the threshold of like what's acceptable. Because like, look, you know, you're getting jacked at the airport, but there's getting jacked, and then there's getting just like prison raped. And th- these fucking prices are. But the I think prison in raper that doesn't give you the option to not fuck them. You can just not like the prison raper is like you don't just get to say no. I don't. Okay, I, I won't fuck you. And then the prison raper would would be like, okay, that's that would be the analogy of someone asked you to fuck them. Okay, you, and then you're like, no. And then it was totally cool. Oh, you know what? You're yeah. right. That actually wasn't the best analogy. I, I will I will not make a prison rape reference. Uh, the whole idea. That, that was a bit of a stretch. Okay. You just don't have to buy it. Kind of like your butthole's getting stretched in the shower later. It's a huge yeah. tactical error on the part of the airport because they've, yeah. they've always gouged us. Yeah. But they went across. Now everyone's talking about it. They, you got to gouge people but not gouge them so much that they get outraged. Right. You need people to look at the... Pr- exactly. Exactly. They, they screwed up. People need to look at it and be like, oh, well, it's the airport. Yeah, I'll take one. Rather than being like, fuck these motherfuckers. Like, I'm taking a We're picture gonna, of yeah. the screen and I'm posting it on Twitter. And, and it got responses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But for a random person to get a few hundred retweets, that means you struck a fucking nerve. Yes. And these prices struck nerves. And so, I these vendors and the airlines, I, I just have to say, uh, uh, lick my balls. This is this is among the most legit yeah. legit outrages we've had on this show. Now, this guy's individual outrage who ended up buying it anyway. <laughs> fuck him a little bit, but the fact that he tweeted it out and people responded to it so viscerally, mm-hmm. definitely legit outrage. Uh, it's like fuck you. Yeah. You guys got subsidies. You don't need my subsidy for charging me eight times what you should be charging me for a goddamn beer. You know what you uh, never hear at an airport? Next rounds on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's true. What was I going to say? Uh, we're talking about Indian cheapness. By the way, I was going to ask you earlier, yeah. is that like a life lesson that your Indian parents taught you? It was like, Sandeep, you always bring sandwich to the airport. Like that was, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, like you, at a young age, like they, you they, always bring food to the movie theater anywhere you're going. You don't ever just, there are places that are just going to gouge you. We understand that. And then you don't, you work around it. You don't buy it. You, you prepare for that shit. Everyone does it. I mean, yeah. I don't think the gouging here is actually more than what you get at the, th- as far as like a percent markup of like what a regular price should be. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think the baseball game is as bad. I think the movie theater is yeah. ridiculous. And uh, here's the thing. I, I think uh, it, they're all markups, but I think this is actually the most ridiculous. And I think it's like I was saying, it's at the ridiculous point where people are like, we should fucking get mad about this. Because, right. you know, again, you know, you're getting gouged at the movie. You're going to pay seven dollars for a fucking Sour Patch watermelon at the movie theater. You know, when you go to a baseball game, when you're at the Rogers Center in Toronto, that you're going to pay 11 bucks for a Molson Canadian or whatever the fuck they're serving up there. Yeah. But the thing is, when it's more than double that price, oh, here's, I people I are like, say. what the fuck? Yeah. So, Phil, I was talking to my family, and they're always like, Phil's always like, every time when it's an outrage, he's always like, man, this is a tough one. Like, it's so, like, why? He's always so confused whether it's a tough one. So, to my family, I just want to say, Phil took a fucking very, he just, and we didn't, we didn't talk about this beforehand, right, Phil? He took a very definitive position, so take that. My family that listens. Uh, all right. I'd be mad if I was Sam Adams, by the way, because I'm like, you're never going to sell my beer. Oh, yeah, right. and you bought it for me, probably for whatever a keg costs. Yeah, they so yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't. They probably don't mark it up for an airport well, restaurant. Actually, you no, know, it's a good point. If I'm paying twenty eight dollars, you might as well just give me a fucking quarter keg at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure there are places in America where you could actually get 
At least it, probably a half keg. For a half sure, keg for, for thirty, but yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. deposit is another twenty bucks. Yeah. But, but still, one of my buddies is gonna—they're flying with me. If we're dropping sixty or seventy bucks, we could get a keg. I know that for a fact. You're like, why does your rolly luggage look like a keg? Because <laughs> I'm gonna set up a fucking stand on the other side of security. <laughs> there should be start selling beers. <laughs> yeah, black market beer at the airport. <laughs> That'd be incredible if someone All right, actually. So this is gonna be that. a good one. Phil has real outrage. I think this is fake outrage for all the for all the reasons I said. So this is my favorite when the guest has to be the tiebreaker. <sighs> In the Supreme Court, you're the swing vote. You, you, you're John would, Roberts. You would say this is fake outrage. Oh, I, I'm, I, I think it's outrageous. Real, oh, out, real boy. outrage. Hell yes. Of course, the white people. It's so confused. The white people when there's a markup and then they don't know what to do. Like, I, uh, what do I do? Ah! You know what's funny? Because usually the Indians are the ones that are all about cheapness and saving money. Right, so we just take the fact that, oh, yeah, you want to charge no, that? But you How can about say you like, don't buy it and go you, fuck yourselves? You could say, like, you just don't <laughs> buy it, and, and no one should at that price. But you could also say, like, but sometimes it, sometimes it is nice to just have a beer at the airport, and if they're going to yeah. charge that, and, so I, and I can't have it, they're taking something away from me that I should be able to have at a reasonable markup, not this ridiculous... And, and that's what I mean. Is it for for a twenty three ounce, which is a tall boy? It's a double beer, basically. If you're gonna charge me fifteen dollars, I'm gonna go fucking idiots, whatever. But then I'll still get one. But once it breaks that like twenty twenty five dollar threshold, yeah. that's when the torches come out. For the love <laughs> okay. of twenty eight bucks, and then you, if you tip twenty percent on that, yeah, you're talking you're just, thirty bucks for you're paying over thirty bucks for. These are all wonderful reasons. Again, excellent a arguments not to buy the beer. You guys right, are right. making a wonderful treatise. Just but you just should be able to have a beer. beer. The airport. Now, if you're be, that's a fundamental alcoholic. human you right. Just wait till you're on the flight and they'll sell it to you for like seven bucks. What if you're an addict? Think about the addict, son. Yeah. What if you really need a beer <laughs> at the airport? Yeah. I like. All right. Let's I'll have the pay for the beer. I'll enjoy what that waterfall. Can, what if free? you can only take your Xanax with Sam Adams Summer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then you what, have what, no choice. What if your no, doctor just bring your just bring the vodka and the three point yeah, on the bottle. side of the bottle where it says take with food? It just says take with Sam Adams. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, you're fucked at the airport. You got to pay keg prices for a single yeah, fucking tall boy. Uh, so two to one, legit outrage in that one. And now we're going to move on uh, to a different type of race war. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, our next story comes to us from the cloud, I guess, where a video game called Heal Hitler has caused outrage. This is one of my heal H E A L. Heal. Heal Hitler, okay. Uh, as in, like, heal an injury. Uh, okay. Heal Hitler, where... He was such a heel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a dork Hitler was. Uh, where you're... So the, the game is you're Hitler's psychologist in 1925. And the objective is to diagnose his complexes by using both Jungian and Freudian psychotherapy in an attempt to heal him. And if you resolve Hitler's trauma, you prevent the war and avoid the Holocaust. <laughs> Stakes are high. Uh, this, this is this is great. It's uh, in the description. Now, is this video game? Because I play video games a lot. Is this video game like a game that's uh, one that they sell to the common public, or is this like an exercise video game that they use for med school? For uh, oh. no, no, no. This is from a, a game that they sell to the common public. Okay. Um, uh, wait. Let's see. Because I'm just picturing you and all the other Indians in medical school playing this game. It's on the Steam website, which is apparently like a website where a lot of people download video yeah, games. Yeah, Steam is like an interface for video games. It's yeah. a good time. And, and the description, it goes on to say, Hitler was human too, just like you. If you distance yourself from him by dehumanizing him <laughs> and calling him a monster, you're doing psychological damage to yourself. In order to develop your shadow, which is a Jungian term for like, kind of like your subconscious and the, the stuff that has like, 
your urges to do stuff that's not psychologically that's not appropriate in society you know like sexual urges and stuff like that that's your shadow sorry that's a little so in order to develop your shadow you need to realize and admit that given the right circumstances you could become someone like hitler too you're both good and evil and if you don't admit someone like hitler could come again we're doomed to repeat history that last so, part i agree with by the way um so i mean, so the, <laughs> this this apparently this caused outrage on reddit and this story was picked up by Newsweek, Times mm-hmm. of Israel. There's mm-hmm. like a whole page if you just you don't Google say this game. Times of Israel. Yeah, yeah, shocking. Yeah, <laughs> but like real magazines. So it's like three. But the the thing is, like three people on Reddit were angry, and then someone uh, yeah. named Holocaust expert David Kennedy uh, says this. I have a premise of the game is incredibly bad taste. I can only assume it was deliberately designed to cause offense. I'm guessing they're hoping to sell a few copies based on shop value alone. And this is offensive and weird. Speaks to the complete lack of personal experience with the Holocaust, some Reddit person said. Now, this isn't the first time we've covered weird video games on this show. We also had one a couple years ago where someone made a school shooter video game. I don't know if you remember that episode. Uh, this is interesting, though, this angle. Because, so I guess what they're trying to say is, like, look, Hitler is just like a guy with issues. And if you help heal him, you know, you, you, you can save all the Jews. I, I feel like that, that's, that's the premise of the game, is it not? Yeah, I suppose. So it's, right, okay. it's it's um okay. So Adam Muller, who's the third, who's uh, Adam. I should we should say Adam's Jewish. So yeah, yeah, glad yeah. to have you on this podcast. Oh, sure, yeah. 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 Um, so how do, I mean, I'm just confused at how that's an actual video game because it's not like there's what's, there's no action. You're just like, how do you interact with? Oh, it's, 1923. It's one of those, like if you press Hitler. A, it says tell me more about that, and if you press B, it goes. Uh, all right, time's up. All right, fellas, let me let me let me <laughs> yeah. uh, educate uh, but, you on nerd shit. ABAB select start like calls yeah. Hitler's insurance company. To so I assume it's not a first-person shooter. Yeah, well, well, there's actually a video game series called Medal of Honor, which is right. based on World War II stuff. But uh, no, a lot of video games are choice-based, uh, especially if you're playing RPGs, which I am a nerd who plays those kind of games. What's RPG stand for? Role-playing, role-playing yes. game. Okay. Uh, so in an RPG, sometimes you are offered a choice. And that yeah. choice, whether depending on what option you choose, depends on the path you take in the game. Uh, sometimes it depends, you know, determines like what character lives. Yep. It'll sometimes determine like what reward you get if you get like a sword or a bow, that okay, sort of thing. Yeah. So in this game, I could definitely see how a choice-based game would actually cater itself well to. It's a POV uh, fixing Hitler's game, too, point of view game, if that helps. In- POV is more of a porno thing, but that's a different. Oh, that's what they talk entirely. about. Well, first okay. person, yeah. Uh, there used to be these t- those text-based games. Do you remember those? Or, the, yeah, like, I like have a friend and shit like that. One of my other, fr- actually, the other podcast that I'm that I'm gonna be, it's gonna be coming out soon. That I do, uh, I do it with my buddy who does those. They're called Muds, I think. That's like a type of text-based game. I, yeah. I don't really know a whole lot about that, but as far as this game goes, I think it's an interesting premise for a game. I actually really do. It it sounds hilarious to me. I just there's so many ways you can go. Like, hilarious, like not, if, not like, generally know, like, speaking, what I think of when I think of the Holocaust. Like if a patient I mean, talks about like having a plan to kill themselves, you can break HIPAA. So like, you have, uh, you, have the, you have the therapist uh-huh. like he's talking about a plan to like take over the world and kill all the Jews. And then you have to like decide whether to violate HIPAA. And then if you violate HIPAA, and then Hitler sues you. <laughs> like you sort of violated my confidentiality. And then you have to like. Go to court to defend yourself. Is there so a way anyway. that, that if you do this game wrong, the Holocaust gets worse, where he he kills like oh, more that's Jews? Wild. Yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be crazy. I'm going to kill Jews and Bavarians because yeah. you. I think the yeah. real the real sick sick part of the game to me isn't like that it exists. It's like that the programmers had to decide what interventions would work and what wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> 
right? Yeah. Like if you yeah. say, like if you're like, oh, hey, Hitler, those paintings are beautiful. It's like, oh, you say, then he fucking doesn't, yeah. you know, yeah. then he's all happy. And if you like, oh, that's, you suck as an artist. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's, Earth, that's like, weird. That's a weird distinction. Yeah. Or if like you slip like an edible into his breakfast. So he yeah. like, uh, just gets like lazy and unmotivated. <laughs> You know, the, yeah, or you provide way. like very average psychotherapy, so then the only thing that changes is his mustache is more normal, yeah. Or like another one where like he still hates the Jews, he just you know, he keeps it to himself, yeah. Like he, like he looks both ways before like saying his shit, like, yeah. He, yeah, he understands, like, he goes, you know, I don't really like him, but I don't want to like kill any yeah. of them. I just I, I want them to be more like segregated. Can, can we segregate the communities? Like, maybe that's like an outcome of the game where there's yeah. like a other side of the track situation where you've like the Jewish and the Aryan neighborhoods. He like, just makes it harder for them to vote. He yeah. just like has like because like, what if there was if there was a game where like you're a parent and your your uh, your twelve year old son has started killing pets and you have to intervene because yeah. and if you fail like he becomes a school shooter. I don't know if that's a, like that's that the exact same thing as this on a, oh, on yeah. a smaller that, scale. Right? That, that, that's a question actually. You just made me think of that, Adam. What age is Hitler in this video game? Like, uh, do they start like during his teen? Well, angst so years? Say it says nineteen twenty five. And okay. So he's probably in his. He's probably 30? early thirties. Yeah, like I think. So he's already probably like. He's probably, when did Mein Kampf come out? Has he already written that when the game starts? Yeah, exactly. Like, is there a way? Because he kind of said what he was going to do. Can, can you affect Mein Kampf to where instead of like hating the Jews, it's just like a series of diary entries about like how he wishes the German national team would win a World Cup? Is he out? Like, is there? Is he out with this Jew hating in Mein Kampf? Because like I was I watching. Thought he, well, I thought it was pretty. Cl- I thought the. Okay. I thought it's pretty. Pretty clear that he laid out like said what he was going to do in a book. Oh, good. That, I, or, I think he, I, but he, that he wrote in prison, right? Because I, I watch arrest. his speeches. Like I watch a lot of his speeches on YouTube, and he wasn't saying anything. That's in of itself more disturbing than the game. I was researching. Yeah. A bit. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh-huh. a good bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know the bit. Yeah. Right. Now yeah. Sandeep is on the list now because he watched nine hours <laughs> yeah, of Hitler yeah. speeches on YouTube <laughs> the other day, and I am by proxy because I do a podcast with him. Uh, uh. As far as this, this, this is a weird outrage one. You know what? I got to go fake outrage in this one because I like the fact that, and I, I hate this term. I, I hate that we're, we are looking at this from a psychological standpoint. And I think that what, what I'm doing here is I'm trying to apply modern hate and modern hate speech to what would be 100-year-old hate speech at this point. Where, because I I'm one of those people that believes that there is good in everyone. And I think a lot of these like dipshit racists we have in America. I think if you did just like you know get them some dental care and get them laid and you know show them a good time and kind of help fix their issues, they wouldn't act like fucking such raging dickheads. So I think the overall premise of the game of like you know humanizing Hitler, for lack of a better term, again that was a term that I was struggling with a second ago. Trying to prevent issues that way, I think, is actually a really interesting concept. But at the same time, I understand people getting mad about it because I can see people people being like, oh, this is just fucking soft millennial pussies. Fucking everyone goes to mm-hmm. therapy and you guys are all wimps. Like, I, I get why people will be mad about this, but I think it's an interesting enough concept to where I have to go fake outrage. Oh, but it was a tough one, right, Phil? It was a tough one. Shout out to Sandy's <laughs> parents. <laughs> no, my cousins. And oh, no, your cousins. I'm sorry. Uh, I I didn't I didn't see anything really wrong with the game. I've, there first, there are a lot of games about World War II where you're like, 
yeah, you know, but they're like not where you're fighting Nazis. But they're and not shit. where you're interacting with Hitler on on a conversational basis. Usually, you're trying guess, to kill right. people that are dressed yeah. like him. But I thought the premise of it was good. I, I like if you're gonna have a psychology game. I thought that was a really interesting idea. You're giving therapy to Hitler. First, you would really like learn psychological concepts in a way that's sort of now, fun. You and are engaging. a psychiatrist. You yeah. you are a doctor. You're the expert in the house for this particular story. What? Yeah. How would you start? Like, if someone actually did assign you. Dr. Sen in real life, assuming that he'd be okay with an Indian doctor in 1925. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, assuming that, quite, how, yeah. how would you start? Like, how would you start with 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 uh, a Hitler therapy session? What well, would my you... question was very much like Adam's. Like, how is this a fun video game? Yeah. Like, it, you know, but, but you would just say what brings you in. It would be the same thing, and then you would just, like, have people talk it out. And, talk, and then he does have, like... And, like he does have psychological problems by definition. That's what would drive him to do it. And at some point he wouldn't have done, you know, if some kind of intervention and he actually came to therapy, which he probably wouldn't in real life. But like, yeah, you know, I feel like that all that stuff where it's like, there's good and evil and you got to like, the main thing is you have to understand that people will, this will happen again. He wasn't just like some kind of like aberration that we didn't have to over worry about in the world. There's gonna be narcissists and, like leaders like this and you have to stop them and recognize the signs and not just like let shit slide like uh mm -hmm. like a lot of the shit that trump did so like uh, you know you got <laughs> yeah and like a lot of people when they try to take power and undermine democracy so i like the whole premise of the game i didn't find it outrageous at all i'm not even sure if it was real it was reported on every like there's like pages of news stories on this but it seems like they keep quoting three reddit users in the story mm. three reddit users they keep quoting that yeah so. reddit's a Pretty toxic place. Uh, so, Adam, how do you feel overall about this this uh, well, story? Okay, so a couple thoughts. I, I I can't imagine that it'd be fun to play. Um, I don't. So I don't think I'd play it. I, I might play like the sequel if they did one on Stalin. That might be more. <laughs> who killed way more people than Hitler, um, or is responsible for far more death than Hitler? I think like as as like as a Jew, I look at stuff like this through the lens of like, if this exists in the world, does it like does it add to anti-Semitism? Like, does it fuel? And I don't, I don't immediately know that it would, other than it just gets Hitler's name in a bunch of headlines and articles. And, yeah. But, but that happens anyway, because the world is still sort of fascinated by this historical figure for whatever reason. Yeah, he does get a lot of publicity, regardless of the video yeah. game. The only thing yeah. I, uh, the closest answer I can come up with to the question you just asked is, because I, I said it jokingly a couple minutes ago, is... If there was a way to make it so you could like do the wrong answers and make the Holocaust worse, are there like weird alt right kids who are like, "I love this Hitler game. He's my boy." Like that the game would kill all the Jews. To, yeah, make yeah. It, yeah, that that's. But 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 they already think that way. So does it make it yeah. worse? You know, or does is it like an? It's it. Uh, is that the equivalent of giving a pedophile a child sex robot and they don't go after a real kid? You know. Yeah. No. No. I, it, that again, was a weird it, thing to say, but whatever. <laughs> no, it's an interesting concept. I'm here for that. I'm. But hey, you know what, man? It's, it's the theory of the, uh, you know, when you go to the picnic, you put some food off to the side, the ants can have that. Yeah. You know? Or in this case, the, you know, people can fuck the child well, it's, dolls. It's sort of like, like, there's an element of, like, the woke movement, right? Where it's like, people think what they think, and mm -hmm. we just don't want them to say it out loud anymore, but that doesn't change what they think. And to actually yeah. affect real change, you need to change what people think. Yeah. But we don't, but we're not really doing that. We're just saying, don't say those words anymore. Well, and that's, and that's the thing with, with this is that you, I can see the woke kids get being like, you mentioned Hitler. So that means you're a Nazi too, because that's the conclusion mm -hmm. these assholes oftentimes go to. So I understand that how they'd be the ones that try to cancel something like this. But what you said it, a minute ago kind of 
is the opposite of that. Like, is this really spreading hate? Right. Or it, is it like, hey, cool. Like, I, I did the right things, and now there was no Holocaust. That's pretty exciting. Well, also, That's too, pretty exciting. The other thing, too, is video games have been, it's a, you know, it's been a thing for almost 50 years in culture, and they are kind of running out of ideas. Uh, like, <laughs> I will say it. Like, there's only so many mm. Madden games and games where you're a guy with a sword or a, guy, or a cute animal where you have to jump to the next platform. And so sometimes they sometimes video games just come out and they're fucking weird. Uh, so this also is a situation of that as well. Yeah there's, yeah, there's also parts of the world where like people don't associate Hitler with evil the same way that like we do. Like certain parts of South America, or well, and even in in like in India, right? There's like Hitler ice cream and. There's all kinds of how, Nazis. How does Hitler feel about the Indians? That that's the question all that we all want to know. In India. <laughs> I had no idea about this. I, and, and I'm pretty sure. Wait, you, you, you are joking, like right? Hitler flavored ice cream. No, like there is Hitler. just like Hitler. No, I tastes like ashes. Hundred percent true. Hitler and, I, but it, and there's Hitler ice cream. You Google Hitler it. ice cream. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think it's meant. In, I don't think it's meant in malice oh, you know or anti, in an anti-Semitic. There's way, also so. a Hitler hotel suite that we covered on the show. Do you remember the Hitler hotel suite episode? Oh right, yeah. But so that yeah, was not in India. There are some Hitler. It was somewhere in Asia though, wasn't it? Like Thailand or Malaysia or some shit. I thought anyway, it was in a white country. We did a whole no, segment on Hitler Asia. ice cream on uh, on uncommon takes. Did you? Oh. Hitler ice cream. And we did another segment on. There's a leader. There's a guy in in an African country. I wish I remembered which it was. I don't want to sound insensitive, but whose name? They his his legal name is Adolf Hitler. Did he change it to that, or were his parents yeah. just super into uh, anti-Semitism? He was, uh, yeah, I think, I don't, I think that was his given name. Wow, I think his parents may have changed their name, and then they had a kid and named him Adolf, so he became wow something that is, like that. I don't remember exactly, but that's incredible. But there's, you know, there's there's wackadoodles out there. Wax doodles about Hitler ice cream. When, when I think, that, are you, are you, did you Google it? Yeah, it's it's there. <laughs> Ridiculous. There's a, Manufactured in India, and it's yeah, it's and it just well, has a picture of Hitler on the cover, and it says Hitler. That is, uh, well, you know, you learn something every day on this show. Uh, so I guess we're gonna go uh, quick to, to melt down <laughs> the Hitler ice cream. <laughs> but look, if Hitler ice cream is okay, this video game is okay. That's uh, how yeah, I, yeah. So fake out maybe they, one. maybe neither of them are, but whatever, you know. So overall, you're going fake too on this one, uh, yeah. Sunday. Okay, so. I think yeah, yeah. Okay. Slam dunk fake outrage in this one. Now, oh, so you don't have to show. To, to, to your point on the beer, you don't have to play it. Right. Like, I, I probably yeah. never will. No, yeah. I, I, that's a good point, actually. It, it's freedom of choice. America, baby. So now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest, Mr. Adam Miller, mm. is there anything you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on? Oh, man. That's like, there's so many. <laughs> Case overload right here. One thing that really, that really gets me, and it's, I've seen it more and more now, and like, is these people, uh, on the New York subway that stop halfway up the stairs. Oh yeah. To like open Google maps and figure out where they're going. Oh and yeah. They just, and you're just, you just get out of the way. Like do yeah. that. Find a private, like get out, go to the side. You know what else they do? People do that all the time. They, they walk out of the subway very slowly. Yes. And there's only a, a finite period of time where you can get on the subway. Because like New York, everything's quick. It really is only like a 10 or a, maybe 20 second, uh, period where you can get on or off the train so when these assholes stand in the fucking doorway like oh is this my stop and block the whole way it's it's a way to piss off like 20 or 30 random strangers because everyone else is moving quick they're trying to get on or off right right yeah you know what fucking 
you're right. That, that, that struck a nerve with me. Slow walking people in New York or people that step on the stairs, we should be allowed to kick them down the stairs, I, I feel like. I also hate mm. people who are like twos and threes and they just then they 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 wall off. They just have a wall. They walk in single file. Yes, they take the single whole thing. file. Oh, and here's what like, I think. I think uh, you should, murder is bad. You should never kill someone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, if I'm ever crossing the street mm-hmm. and I get hit, by one of these silent electric bikes that's going the wrong way down a one-way street, mm. I think murder is justified. Yeah. Mm. I just, I've, I've had a couple close calls recently. There's, you can't hear them because those electric things are so quiet and they're disobeying all traffic laws going the wrong way on a one-way street. You don't see them coming. It's like, oh my God, that is... You know, you're right. That, that's actually something I've noticed. And tell me if I'm crazy. Need bells. Or, or if I... Is, is that a new thing in New York or if I just haven't noticed it? But like in the last year, maybe two years, there's been a, a big rise in electric bikes and mopeds and dirt bikes in, All kinds in New of York City. Stuff. It's yes. weird. Because before that, it was just... You got your bikes in your bike lane. You got the cars, whatever buses. But no, you, okay. So that, that's a new thing, right? And they go. And they move fast. They go. They go so a solid more 30, 35 far miles more an dangerous hour. Than yeah. a bicycle. Yeah. They're silent. Yeah. It's and I mean, it's, and I, I don't. I think it's look. It's great. People zip over town. You know. You get your food delivery faster. It's yeah. fantastic. But you can't just. You can't keep going the wrong way down one way streets. With reckless abandon. That is the one thing with the bikes and the mopeds in New York. They don't really enforce the directional laws Not because the bike lanes do have arrows like you go this way, but they don't give a fuck. People just go the wrong way all the time yes, on those. That drives me crazy. That's a good outrage. That, mm. that, that's a really good outrage. And now because we talk this much shit, we're both going to get hit by bikes on the way to our next thing. That's how it's going to go. All right. That, that is a really good place to end right there. Thank you all for listening. You can email us and tell us about your bikes at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. I am Phil Causey on that there. Uh, whatever social media, Sandeep Sen is Sandeep Sen comic, D-E-E-P, like deep water. And, oh, yeah, if you get a second of your life, give us them five stars on the iTunes. We definitely appreciate that. It helps out a lot. And you can follow Adam Muller online at... At uh, Instagram, adam.m-u-l-l-e-r. Yes. But before we go, as always, Dr. Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, don't, oh, don't pay for stuff that's overpriced. That's how you bring it down, people. That's how, that's how we solve this problem. That's right. Boycotts. That's right. Me and Cousin Simpson.